Hi guys, this is Larissa. And this is Samara. And you're listening to Absolutely, Absolutely Clueless. An honest but clueless guide to life in the form of a podcast. We'll be talking about all sorts of topics, from careers to relationships to situationships and more. Ultimately, we're just here to show you that none of us really know what we're doing. So just remember to take our advice with a pinch of salt. And with that being said, don't forget to follow us on social media at underscore absolutely clueless. And let's get started. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Absolutely Clueless. This one is going to be basically us um, talking through just toxic, toxic people. I'm sure everyone has met a toxic person once or seven times in their life. And some of us (laughs) have had the misfortune of getting into relationships with Mm -hmm. those type of people. Um, So we were talking about um, how, to be honest, most of us have probably met someone with at least some toxic traits. Um, So we just thought we would create a whole list Mm. (laughs) so we know what the fuck to avoid. Exactly. (laughs) So um, this one's going to be specific about like toxic behaviours in relationships Mm -hmm. Um, and obviously how they come up. And we're just going to give some examples maybe as well and then tell you what to do if you think you're in a relationship with a toxic person. Yeah. And we do also, I think it's important to just give a little warning here that some of these topics might sort of link to any sort of like emotional um abuse Mm -hmm. so it could be triggering for some people but this is all stuff that has been you know from our own experiences or experiences with um close friends of ours so you know we're not professionals if you feel like you're in an abusive relationship definitely go and seek help there's plenty of websites and organizations that are there to help you could we link some i was thinking that we'll leave some in the description to the episode maybe at the the end Yeah. yeah Yeah. yeah, but without further ado, let's get into it. Yeah. Okay, so what's the first? Right, so the first one that I wrote down was controlling behavior. <laughs> this is, you know what? This is textbook. I think a lot of guys think that this is like, it's being pushed by this image to protect your girlfriend, mm-hmm. protect your partner, protect your wife. Yeah. And obviously we're talking heterosexual yeah, yeah, yeah. and I think that's when it where it comes from. I think mm. it's like, a, oh no, you don't want random strange men to come and group you or make you feel uncomfortable so it's probably best not to wear that it's probably best not to do makeup yeah yeah so if we talk about the type like what controlling behavior looks like it can definitely be if someone trying to control the way that you dress yeah trying to control who you hang out with where you go what you do with your life in terms of like what job you want to have in your future Mm -hmm. um those are all things that someone in a relationship can try and control and definitely I think more often than not it's a lot well a a typical example is a man telling a woman how she should dress I just want to talk about that (laughs) (laughs) and if you've been in that position you'll know it's horrible I was in that position and what it does to you it really makes you question yourself and like why you know, is there something wrong with the way that you have chosen to dress? And then not just that, but then there's also the negative association. Like, I remember I wouldn't be able to wear, like, for example, a pair of shorts without now thinking, oh, my God, my boyfriend is going to say something about it. Yeah. I remember some friends of mine, some friends of mine came to stay with me at uni. Um, and uh, one of them in particular um, mentioned to me, we were getting dressed for a night out. Um, and she was like, so... What, did your boyfriend ever say anything to you 
about like the things that you wear because we were, obviously we're in uni we're wearing like kind of skimpy dresses and okay. stuff <laughs> um and I was like no um and she was like okay she was like I think maybe my boyfriend's a bit insecure she's like well maybe not insecure because she you know you don't want to kind of call your partner out because you're trying to protect yeah, them at the same time yeah. as wanting to complain because you kind mm-hmm. of feel like you need to protect the relationship, but yeah. also you're not happy. Yeah. Um, so she was like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if he's a bit insecure or maybe just like just a bit protective. And that's the word that, you know, was replaced yeah instead of using insecure it's i'm not insecure i'm over i'm just really protective of you i'm protective of us yeah it's a way to kind of justify that toxic behavior yeah um and to make it look like actually it's coming from a good place but the reality is it's not yeah or like it's coming from a place um for, for the both of you when it's just for him yeah it's just to make him feel better about himself yeah i don't even really know what that stems from is it like small dick energy small dick energy yeah why are they so insecure about that is it like i don't know why you want to date a bad bitch and then you're not happy about her looking <laughs> like a bad bitch like just no even. it's so true my mum um is i'm sure i've mentioned before she's amazing and she said that you know she's always been sort of into makeup since being a teenage girl very much like me um and she got with someone who was like quite controlling this is obviously before um meeting my dad and and now her um my stepdad her husband um but he started to then move on to her makeup wearing and being like Mm. you know that doesn't it would look nicer if you do a bit more natural yeah she was like you met me wearing this yes i am not changing it no and that's exactly the attitude you should have because if someone has met you and you've dressed a certain way you've looked a certain way you've styled yourself in that type of way and then over time they're now criticizing it and kind of making you feel like you need to change that then do they even really like you exactly because they knew what they were getting in the beginning yeah. yeah and i think sometimes people have an image of what they want to create from you and they're Mm. like um sometimes it can be quite superficial like oh she's pretty you know on paper she's studying whatever at uni she's um come from a maybe a good family or she's um you know from a similar background to me so it all sounds good on paper but I don't really like her as a person so what I'm gonna do is wear her down (laughs) (laughs) turn her into someone else yeah and then it'll be great forgetting the fact that forgetting the fact that this is a fucking person exactly i don't want to attack um all men because i know that a lot of girls oh yeah there are so many women that are really controlling towards their boyfriends like they're not happy with the way they dress the way they cut their hair like (laughs) (laughs) i'm not saying that i have a problem with that no i'm just telling him like what looks nicer you know like i just try to I'm helping you. Know, the curls, you. the curls, you the know, curls really suit him. But like, when it comes from a malicious way, like you know, like, there's a difference between like yeah, advising not, your partner on like yeah. what you like, yeah. and then telling them or making them feel like you're fucking shit. Because yeah, like, I'm not gonna stand in front of him and go, um, if you go out dressed like that, we're over. Like, yeah, or that like, is so disrespectful to us. Or like, why are you doing your hair like that? You know, yeah. th- that kind of thing. It's th- sometimes it's also the way things are said. That. Yeah, like, oh, you're gonna 
wear that yeah sometimes it's just the look the look and maybe like the silence and that as well if it anything that causes you to question yourself and like the way you're dressed like i know there's a there's some people that are insecure and they can read into like their partners like responses to what they're wearing but mm, you know like Mm. sometimes it's very clear when someone is being controlling and just picking you know do you know what's really interesting? I remember having a conversation with an old friend of ours when I was younger. Um, this is before any either of us have, had ever had a relationship. Yeah. Um, and there was um, a circumstance. I don't know if it was real or if it was just a conversation we were having, um, the hypothetical one. But it was, imagine if your boyfriend was in the club mm. um, or, I don't know, anywhere like social, drinks flowing, he's on a night out, whatever. He's super attractive and he takes his and his eyes to take his top off. Um, and then that attracts a bunch of females. And I remember saying, as long as he's talking like deterring the females, yeah. I don't really care that he's got his top off. But yeah. I remember she was like, Well, no, because he knew that it was gonna get female attention, so he shouldn't have taken his top off. Mm. And I think that can actually that mindset can link to toxic oh, yeah. behaviours in a relationship because you're putting the um, responsibility of other people being attracted to them yeah on, on them oh that actually that really pisses me off <laughs> yeah that just reminds me of um do you remember when we went on that night out we went to fright island and there was this guy that was just like hit like oh. hitting on me and like, he wouldn't leave me alone like several times he came up to me yeah. and i would say to him i've got a boyfriend and my boyfriend was around in, in the vicinity at the time like pointing like yeah, I don't yeah. Know what, she was, what you were saying exactly. So I tried like in the best way, you know, on a night out as well. When there's a strange man who's giving you unwanted attention, yeah, you know, sometimes I think this is what's annoying. Actually, guys are like just slap them and, and spit in their face and, and no, no, because they're you intimidating. How, you don't know who they are. You don't you, know what they can do back to you. Exactly. <laughs> they, you bitch slap them. They can punch you in the face. Yeah. They're stronger than you men are stronger than women. That's yes. just a fact. So, or they can follow you after the night out. You're yeah, drunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's dark. Like, there are a lot of fucking crazies out there. <laughs> like, it's why would you want me to risk that? Especially if my boyfriend's there. Like, why wouldn't he just... And these are lessons that girls are taught from being young. You know, yeah. we're taught to be careful with um, unwanted attention and how to reject it and to yeah. be really tactile about how we're letting people down so that we don't get the wrong kind of response. Yeah. But guys are unaware that we're having to learn all this shit mm-hmm. and they think that it's as simple as, no, I don't want your fucking attention. And maybe it's because the, the club culture is very big on men going up to women yeah. and not really so much the other way around unless they're, like, famous mm. um, or influencers or, you know. Yeah, true. So they don't understand the fucking risks of being so um, blunt and yeah, aggressive. exactly. Um, but, yeah, back to the story. <laughs> no, no, that, that was it. Like, yeah. um, I remember he said... Um, oh, yeah, because he saw you um speaking to him asking him politely to you know yeah basically leave her the fuck alone <laughs> and he got really annoyed with you and he no he got annoyed with me because like um afterwards he he did say to me like you've got hands you could have used them as in like implying that I should have slapped him and then put almost putting the responsibility on me as if like I was wrong for having a guy giving me unwanted attention like that's not my responsibility mm-hmm. I made it very clear to the guy that I didn't like him I didn't want to speak to him I didn't want him coming up to me like three times he came up to me yeah. and it was really like it was such a problem but I made it clear I did what I could on my part so it's just wrong to then 
put further responsibility onto me when it's like really the pe- the person you should be having a problem with in this situation is that guy because yeah. he was being perverted yeah it was harassing yeah it's not nice yeah how many times can one person say no exactly. and in that environment in that kind of situation you want your partner to have your back mm-hmm. like if you can see that your partner is maybe struggling to get someone the fuck away from them and they feel uncomfortable they yeah. need to step in and help you out there like exactly and then you can both i think the struggle with that though is with his personality mm. if he did step in it would have escalated i think mm. yeah um whereas you kind of want someone to step in who's going to simmer the situation down yeah yeah there, there's a way to be protective that doesn't lead to escalation yeah, yeah and aggression like leads to can, actual solution yeah exactly yeah. we need to stop assuming what everyone's intentions are like yeah, exactly. it's fucking annoying have a conversation then you'll find out exactly. like people are very reactionary um reactionary reactive yeah yeah <laughs> um to situations because they come to their own conclusions of what it must have meant so i know girls that are like he's followed x y and z person mm. that must mean that he's talking to them blah blah, blah. yeah you don't fucking know that exactly you do not know that yeah if it bothers you have a conversation about it mm-hmm. definitely that's another thing that was on the list like if you're monitoring your partner's social media yeah that also comes into like controlling as well because then mm-hmm. you're almost monitoring who they can and can not be friends with mm. um which is really controlling like you're not just letting your your partner live like you're constantly keeping an eye on them and yeah. it's really obsessive as well and if you're looking at their follow list every day you're looking at what pictures they like or who's liked their pictures um it's a bit worrying actually yeah yeah i agree i think first of all confirmation bias is real Mm. if you go looking for it you will find it yeah um, whether it's real or not so if you are convinced in your head that this boy or girl is cheating on you then you're gonna find evidence to back it up and then you're gonna come um with receipts um, in in inverted commas Um, and you're gonna start a situation that could actually completely maybe permanently ruin the dynamics of the relationship because you're not secure enough people that have that mindset really ask yourself if you're ready for a relationship because i don't think you are yeah yeah because if you're in a healthy relationship you're not going to be doing that you're going to trust your partner so much that you're not even going to be thinking about who is following them on their social media even if your partner is getting like loads of dms from all these different girls you shouldn't be insecure about that unless your partner is responding to them yeah and you know like um entertaining it I think some people are attracted to drama. Yeah, some people are definitely attracted to toxicity as well. Yeah, some people get stuck in that roller coaster journey. Yeah. Um, and it's very true when you are on the rocks with your partner, because I've only ever been on the rocks with my ex, and, you know, it led to the breakup. Um, but I felt like my love for him at the time increased during that period mm. because I thought you know I, I was like oh I thought I was gonna lose you there and now we're back together oh now we're not together yeah. and now I'm really hurt and now we're back together and now I'm even more elated and yeah. like I'm euphoric because with I, I we were so close to not being together and I was worried and I thought you were gone and now you're back and I'm super happy about yeah. it well that's how a lot of toxic relationships work when the, the emotions are so high all the time because there's always that risk of losing them mm. then when the good the good bits are good they're really good because 
yeah just everything is going so smoothly and you're in that happy part you're you're on the top like level yeah and then when something bad happens because in a lot of toxic relationships they do another argument might happen another episode of manipulation I don't know like that might happen and then you're feeling so anxious because you might lose them or because so much of your self-esteem is attached to that person that relationship and then you're seeking that validation so bad and you want it back so bad and then when you're in that cycle and then you're back with them in a good phase it can Mm. feel you can overvalue it yeah exactly and I think as well the longer that you're in a situation with someone who is toxic you start to tie your identity to that relationship and you you kind of like don't recognize yourself outside of the relationship um not only outside of that particular relationship but as a single person Mm. um and some people get scared to get to know themselves as a single person again yeah maybe it's a case of oh, i've not been single since i was 16 mm. like i don't know how to be single as an adult and- or maybe this is the longest relationship you've had in your 20s and you feel like you're reaching that age when you should be getting married or you should oh, be- yes, the I really times that. i've heard that shit do you <laughs> not do you not tell me that you're gonna stick with a toxic toxic fucked up person just because you're scared that you're not gonna make it um, yeah. into your happy ever after by the timeline you had in your head think about it <laughs> because yeah. you're gonna end up wasting <laughs> so many years that it. <laughs> please i saw this tweet about like you know the partner that you choose in life is a true representative of how much you actually love yourself because if you think if you really love yourself and you think that you deserve the best person in the world you're not gonna stick to that piece of shit (laughs) that piece of trash person that's just making you feel like crap every day making you cry every week you're just not gonna do it you know what like I say this and so passionately because I've been in that situation and like a few years on now I just feel so passionate about like being in a good relationship and just preserving yourself and just not wasting any more time with people that are just going to be so shit bringing you down it's not worth it yeah and like you were saying if you've got good friends then you know that you are a good person because yeah you're attracting attracting really nice people around you your friends are also a representation of yourself so if you've got such positive people it means that you also have really good qualities in yourself yeah and i think we were were saying earlier like um i can't remember why i read it but um a psychologist said that no one on this planet has um, the perfect um, personality. Yeah, because of that, because no one's had the perfect childhood. So um, everyone, everyone on the planet has toxic traits. Mm-hmm. It's just about recognizing them and working through them. Um, and yeah. once you can acknowledge them, that's when you can actually you're ready to have a functional relationship. A lot of these toxic people, you know, we're not saying that we're not we've not got toxic traits, mm. but we recognise them. So a lot of these people that we've been with think that they're fine, think that their behaviour yeah. is okay. That's the problem. Obviously, we've been in situations where a lot of our friends have been in toxic relationships or toxic situations. And we've been the friends that have been advising them, trying to be supportive and stuff. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it becomes apparent that like 
one person might be really toxic to the other one and the other one is like upset and trying to make the situation better and trying to say you know I don't like that you're doing this I think this is toxic whatever Mm -hmm. but to that person who's being toxic and manipulative and controlling they're fine they're absolutely fine with the situation they think it's normal and Mm -hmm. they don't actually want it to change yeah because that situation is serving them when the dynamic is such that they're getting everything that they want even at the cost of your happiness um such as the situation where like if you're in a if your partner is controlling the way that you dress the way that um who which friends you can see like some guys like they don't let you have guy friends (laughs) and they're totally happy with that even if it means that you're going to be sad even if it means that you're not going to be able to see your best friends from high school and stuff like they are totally happy and fine with that situation yeah i think it's normal yeah that that relationship is perfect to them mm. and that's why i think i really struggle with well can um someone who exhibits these behaviors ever change and my response to that is yes but not whilst they're in that relationship anything yeah no i agree um, otherwise they're changing for you yeah um and that's not gonna last because um it's a conscious effort every day they're gonna be thinking it's gonna pop up in their head a toxic thought of i don't like what she's wearing i don't like how she's done her Mm -hmm. makeup or um i don't like who he's followed um i don't like that he's liked her picture and it's like okay no because i said i wouldn't do that it's gonna boil up and come out and it's gonna be very vicious and it's gonna be harder to end the relationship after that because if you're the toxic person you have just spent ages convincing your partner to take you back yeah and then after they take you back they've invested in you and then they want that investment to have a reward it want, they want it to have a return so the next time that it blows up it's gonna be even more difficult to break up because throw that in your face yeah and you're so much further along in the relationship now and it's just more yeah. time wasted yeah with the, the fir- wrong people yeah the first thing that i'm gonna say is well look what i've done for you you asked for this i changed you asked me to be more like this i did it and you might feel like you sound like a dick if you say well that's not enough yeah but it isn't it's not because you haven't actually changed if you're you're still using it as a weapon yeah um you would see that it's a positive change not just for your partner but for you also can i just say as well um i am sick to fucking death of hearing people normalize um vicious arguments yeah and saying well every couple argues every couple has up. their ups and downs no Fuck off. that doesn't ups count and downs. ups and downs is like external problems such yes. as like one of the partners getting ill you know the economy you know yeah. that kind of thing family job issues problems, job problems you know yeah. Not oh 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 I'm just really stressed because of exams and nothing to do with the relationship yeah. really should ever be a continuous problem. Exactly. You shouldn't be con- constantly worried about where your partner is. Yeah. You shouldn't be constantly worried about um whether they're gonna get annoyed with what you're wearing. Yeah. Like you know yeah. what? These like toxic things they get worse over time as well. Like if I use my situation as an example, my ex started by saying by having a problem with like my shorts. So I changed my shorts. If you think like you can just appease your partner if they say they don't like this about you and you change it they're not gonna have a problem anymore that's not true because then they're gonna find the next thing that's wrong so it's like almost opening a window to making them feel comfortable like yeah we had a question a few weeks ago um about how to get over a trauma bond so a trauma bond is something that is usually formed in a toxic relationship or in an abusive relationship where the victim ends up trauma bonding 
to the person that's being harmful to them. And I feel like that can um, usually manifest in people just finding wanting to stay with someone because we've been through so much together, though. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think especially if they've done something fucked up and you've forgiven them, mm. then you're really like, well, I got over that. I'm sure I can get over this. All I need to do is get past this one last thing. Yeah. And then hopefully we can... It's going to be smooth, smooth sailing. sailing, yeah. And no. then, then you're going to have children, marriage, and there's not going to be any problems. Wrong. Yeah. If there's... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's nice. That'd be nice if it was true. Yeah. But it's, it's not. not. No. Because what's going to happen is if they're exhibiting issues that are making the fundamentals of your relationship difficult, Mm -hmm. um, now, when you've got no other responsibilities but each other, once you move in together, once you have your full-time careers, Mm. once you have your kids, there's even more to argue about. There's even more to disagree on. There's even more that you've invested in that you feel like you kind of owe the relationship more time to, and then you're going to actually fucking put up with more shit i think you know maybe sometimes people kind of have had really difficult relationships with their parents growing up maybe they've not been as supportive of they should have, as they should have been um and maybe that's like a you know pattern of your yeah. your sort of seeking that kind of relationship that's definitely a thing because if you've been a lot, a lot of pe- people have abusive parents yeah and if you're if you've grown up in an environment where you don't feel safe you don't feel supported by your parents you know the your own blood, um, yeah, you don't feel safe your, around them. Yeah, your safety net as well. Exactly, and then you end up meeting a partner that treats you only slightly better. You're gonna end up thinking that wow, this person is amazing because they're treating me so much better compared to what I'm used to. Mm-hmm. Even though that if they're still being toxic to you, you're still gonna accept that because of how different it is to the original environment. And um, yeah, this definitely relates to people's attachment styles and the way they grew up. The kind of like emotional stability that they have and that they they developed whilst they were growing up. Yeah. It can definitely affect their relationships. And so that's why some people have a tendency to end up in toxic relationships, whether they created it themselves, you know, they're the ones that are controlling, manipulative, lying, gaslighting, or maybe they're the ones that are on the receiving end of that type of behavior. Mm. Um it just, yeah, some people can end up in a cycle of constantly being with those type of partners. And yeah. it's really difficult to get out of. You do, I think you just need to do therapy, really. Like. Yeah. Okay, so another toxic thing is if your partner constantly wants to look through your phone because yeah. they don't trust you. And then when there's that lack of trust, they are constantly basically stalking you. Because they're obsessed with, like, if you're speaking to someone, they'll be accusing you of cheating, accusing Mm. you of being interested in other people. Yeah, I always find, and I've said this so many times, that a lot of the time when people are Mm. um, super (laughs) super, um, insecure or, like, suspicious of their partners, they tend to be the ones that are cheating themselves. Mm. They're like, you know, they know what they go up to on a Saturday, so they're wondering what you go up to on a Saturday. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And they know how easy it was for them to do it. And get away with and it. And get away with it. And yeah. you didn't suspect anything. So now it's like, hmm, how do yeah. I know that they're not doing that to me as us? Well? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I think it's... I never. I mean, I've never cheated. Neither of us have. No. So I don't know what the mindset or mentality of a cheater is what the justification is i know some people are maybe in shit situations and instead of breaking up they 
they ride it out until they get the the right amount of attention at the wrong time. Yeah. Some people just don't give a fuck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so I can't say what it's like from that perspective. But what I will say is... I forgot what I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, I think there's a lot of theories on the internet about why people cheat. And I think, you know, the Andrew really? Tate crowd, them, yeah. Wait, they what have do a they lot say? of theories. What do they say? So, like... <laughs> Um, some people weird. say yeah some of them are saying especially like the fresh and fit podcast uh-huh. um I love these guys mm, favorite people of course <laughs> <laughs> they're like if you so if a woman is with a high value man yeah. like say he's in the top one percent tax bracket or whatever uh like cool. they're really rich and stuff that <laughs> that basically if if you're that woman in a relationship with that man, you should let him cheat on you. If he cheats on you, you should just ignore it because oh. he's a high value man. So oh, yeah, fair enough. I yeah. guess they've got a point because um, as a female, I shouldn't have any self worth or respect <laughs> really for myself. And, and of course, the only thing that counts towards a man's value is the amount of money that he has, and yeah. not his nice integrity, not his honesty, not his faithfulness to his woman so fucking childish what a childish view of the world i just i don't have words for these like oversimplified yeah it's so oversimplified but it's also it's just such wrong perception of the world as well and i want to know why you would even want a relationship if you want to fuck other people is it just because you want you know you're constant and we're not talking about like polygamous relationships because of course there are people who want to be in a relationship with multiple people yeah and it's all consentful everyone's agreed to like the terms and conditions it's when you go into the bar after work mm. on a thursday and you make eye contact with um, a group of women and you decide to go up to one of them and you decide to get their contact details yeah. and you decide to book a hotel room mm-hmm. there are so many steps there where you know you could have stopped you can't just use the excuse oh so i was so drunk my emotions got the better of me i just couldn't help myself no, you know, oh my God. it all happened so quickly no i've heard from someone who cheated on someone they were like yeah but we were arguing and i felt like really upset with you and like i just didn't feel like i could talk to you there and then blah blah mm. take some fucking responsibility the first thing that you turn to do is like yeah, look for intimacy with someone else. It's because you've been waiting for an excuse, let's be real. Yeah, let's be real. You don't, you don't want to be with that person. <laughs> you, you haven't been wanting to be with that person. You, you just don't, you don't like them. <sighs> you don't like Either them. Either that, or you really do want them. But, you know, a lot of people think, um, when they're super insecure, when they think that they've, they're have punching, they think that this person is probably doing it anyway. Uh, and they're yeah. probably like, well, I'm going to do it. Yeah. And, like, you've not said, but I just know that you are. And also, there is a... Um, a slight validation thing um of getting another person's attention whilst Mm, you're in a relationship you're like well i've you know they're not the only one that's got good looks they're not the only one that's got chat i have as well because i can get anyone can cheat on their partner yeah exactly anyone can Mm. it's not hard um so well done now you fucked your relationship up yeah um and i just it really pisses me off when people at like there's ever a good time to have cheated on someone yeah because there never is there never ever is if you're hiding something you know that it's wrong exactly if you thought that you had a good enough excuse you would have come clean and said look 
we haven't been in a good place and I actually think that I don't want to be with you anymore and I actually did get with someone last night it's still shit yeah the timing's all off but at least you've exited the relationship yeah um, and you've exhibited behaviours that are proving that you aren't happy in the relationship rather than doing that and then coming in the next morning yeah um, kissing your partner on the cheek um hi honey it's just so gross it's so gross what the fuck you doing oh i don't understand how people cheat when they're married and you know they live in the same house because kids where do you shower like after after you've done the deed though like hotel rooms hotel rooms yeah yeah how do you have the time to do that without it looking suspicious do you you like conferences that's what they show on movies (laughs) yeah they just say oh babe i'm working late tonight and they i don't like it it's fucking dirty man it's fucking dirty did anyone watch that show i forgot what it's called now uh oh is it um is it how to lose a man in 10 years oh he's just not that he's just not that into i love that that's not 90s is it i don't know but that yeah yeah there's that bit where that man is cheating on his wife and his mistress yeah yeah and his mistress is in the office he puts his mistress in the closet and then proceeds to have sex with his wife right there and she didn't come out the closet the whole time i was like oh my god this is so embarrassing so embarrassing imagine being her that i feel like it's almost worse to be the mistress than the wife because i think as well in that situation the mistress was in love with him but why are you okay with being the fucking mistress you know what in those in those situations though they always say he's leaving her there yeah, he's told me that divorce, he's leaving yeah. her and then he, when once they get a divorce and they tell the kids or whatever um and they let everyone know and then he'll come to me yeah what a lovely pipe dream but wake up yeah that's never wake gonna up. happen it's not nine times out of ten they never leave their wives no because this is a lovely situation no they're lovely. loving it like we were saying before these people that are doing these nasty things like cheating they're perfectly happy with the arrangement because no, it's beneficial it. for them they get to have their stay at home wife or whatever and, <laughs> okay not stay at home wife but they no, get but to they have get their to wife, wife you know free childcare. yeah you know like that's stability good image the great status. image yeah everyone loves you guys together yeah you th- you look like a power couple or whatever yes. but at the same time yeah you're getting thing <laughs> on the side you're getting it you're getting it you're getting it <laughs> You're getting it in the hotel room, sexy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You like that, and it's a yeah. Secret. And it's intense. Yeah, yeah you've got that risk And factor. she's young. Mm. Or he's young. <laughs> young, vibrant. Yeah. Maybe they're an artist. Yeah. You know, completely opposite to your um, wife or husband. Exactly. Wow, so exciting. <laughs> Who the fuck's going to change that? But, you know, to say that that should be accepted if someone is earning, well, a man is earning over a certain amount is... Yeah, so true. Yeah. It's such bullshit and i just don't understand the the logic there at all so it's so much better to just be with a person that's fully there for you and it doesn't have to be perfect in terms of like money but some people that they, they want that they're in a relationship just for the financial benefits of it yeah they put that first yeah i think there's a lot of men that think that they need to have money in order to attract women. And I think that's why people like Andrew Tay, the, pod, the Fresh and Fit podcast, has have so many listeners and subscribers and so many people that are yeah. influenced by their content because they're buying into this belief system that, you know, in order to be worth something to women, you need to have money, you need to be successful, and you need to look like... You're a really masculine, strong, powerful role model. You know, I think a lot of... um, There are a lot of women that encourage 
this thought process as well. Only, again, in the last episode we were talking about, you know, female rap culture at the moment. Even female R&B artists talking yeah. about guys with six-figure salaries mm-hmm. and that's the kind of thing that we'll be aiming for now and, like, to use and abuse men who have loads of money because we're reclaiming and they've always done it to us and now we're yeah. doing it back to them. And uh, No. <laughs> yeah. No. Not being a part of that shit. No, no. fuck it, fuck like, it. Like, I don't agree. Mm-hmm. You are encouraging that circle to grow. So now, there's going to be more males growing up, coming into, you know, ad- the adult world, thinking that the way that they get an attractive woman, um, uh, maybe an accomplished woman, is to earn more than them. You definitely have to earn more than them. Yeah. Um, and to flaunt it in mm. their face. Like Mr. <laughs> Flicky Wrist. <laughs> last week. <laughs> yeah. Literally flicking his wrist in my face just he to he went, he went. make that fake Rolex glisten. <laughs> it's like great now I can really see the feet down on tears. Yeah. In my face. It's not impressive. It's, it's not impressive. Yeah. I think a lot of women don't actually like that. They just want someone that's genuine and is really all about them. Then can we say that confidently? Because I don't know if a lot of women don't like that. I think a lot of women that we associate ourselves with, like I think people that respect themselves want more for themselves outside of money yeah but i think a lot of people i mean saying that maybe it's not a case of respect maybe it's because people just don't actually care Mm -hmm. about having a long-lasting functional relationship yeah and they see these marriages as transactional um and they don't really ever intend to have a loving relationship yeah what or they that want is, strong emotional connection yeah they want a lifestyle yeah 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 and as long as they're happy in the lifestyle they're convinced that they love their partner yeah mm. and that's enough yeah and that's enough oh, i'm okay if that's enough for you that's fine yeah, then you happy in that. like um i'm currently watching bling empire i'm loving yeah. it loving it <laughs> was, it was literally on the tv before we started this mm-hmm. and I was, I was just like a bit confused about like one of the relationships there but that like this really rich husband and this like model wife um but they've been together for 10 years so i can't like as an outsider say that their relationship is wrong because surely like there's it's successful in some way if it's lasted for 10 years but um i just i guess i don't understand how it functions like he just buy he's really rich and he buys her a lot of things Mm. and i guess his love language is gift giving because people have different love languages yeah and i think i don't know maybe she loves that and like loves him for being so generous with her and maybe it's not actually about the superficial aspect of it it's more like wow this person loves me so much that they're willing to do all this for me yeah to buy this like off of their Uh, hard-earned money and you know yeah i think what's important is how would she feel about him if all of that stopped all that stopped if that wasn't possible anymore but some people that's the crux of their relationship and and they kind of feel like that's what they've built that's the kind of dynamic they've built and they want to keep it that way yeah Um, and then i want to ask those people do you think that you're in love mm. or are you in love with the lifestyle yeah um, and is that toxic yeah i think maybe so true yeah is it toxic yeah but if everyone's happy in the situation then uh, well let's flip it on its head so what if a housewife yeah um decided that actually they want to go back to work and the husband wasn't happy about it they're like mm. now i want to look after you well that's forceful well then, 
if this wife is like, well, I like the fact that you give me gifts and if something, you know, his business hit the van, you can't do it anymore. Yeah. And she's no, no longer happy. Yeah. And she's like, well, this isn't what I signed up for. I don't like the fact that, okay. you know. yeah, yeah, yeah. I true, know. true. But then hopefully, like, ideally, if you're with the right person, the priorities cha- change over time. And maybe what they could, what your partner could offer you in the beginning, such as gift giving, is if it's not possible later on, it doesn't matter as much because other things have taken priority, such as, you know, like the stability of the relationship, the love that you have for each other. Yeah. Um, and but, all I mean, the good things. It does happen though. People, yeah. People's businesses go bust or something like that. Their lifestyle has to change um, and the partner leaves. <laughs> yeah. Um, Actually, you know what's um, a big thing that I've heard recently? Apparently when women, um, when women get sick later on in life, uh, more often than not, their husband's will end up like leaving them so apparently nurses are trained to um like nurses have to warn their wives that it's a possibility sorry nurses have to warn women that are um Married. possibly terminally ill oh. that their their husbands might leave them rather than staying with them through that process oh wow so that's really sad that really makes me feel sad that is sad that it's it's um so right that it's an expectation now yeah and that it's actually like required of the nurses to give that advice yeah wow that means it must happen like a lot mm-hmm. yeah i think so fuck i think it does <laughs> yeah i think um you know, on the list of toxic behaviours, I don't think that's high up. Yeah. Because you can't really blame someone for get, getting a bit, um, like, freaked out if the situation of their relationship changes completely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like how many people break up over lockdown. Like, I don't think. Yeah, a lot of people break up over lockdown. Mm. Um, but the situation changed. You can't see each other anymore, or maybe you were stuck with each other 24-7. Yeah. Um, and people didn't like I it. I feel like that's a good. Um, I feel like that was a good wake up call for a lot of people. Then, because if you can't cope with yeah. being together twenty four seven, then you wouldn't work in the marriage. I don't think. Yeah, so. but that, even in a marriage that you're not together twenty four seven. Yeah, you don't have to be under you've got such other pressure shit to do. You've yeah. got jobs and you've got maybe kids and you've got maybe dogs to walk. <laughs> yeah, got yeah. hobbies, friends to see. Mm-hmm. Um, so you actually do have a a diluted amount of each other but over lockdown people were getting like full throttle 100% mm. not from concentrate yeah <laughs> versions of each other and it was a lot and people some people realised that actually I don't like you <laughs> stay away from me actually, you know what I mean? you're fucking annoying yeah yeah I don't um, want to see your face ever yeah, again <laughs> yeah so a lot of people broke up so that's interesting I think yeah because it just goes to show that you know context is important to relationship the situation yeah. is important to relationship um and it can completely change the dynamic exactly yeah. yeah okay so i think we'll end this episode here but before you guys go we've got a really important announcement we are going to be doing a giveaway for our 10th episode yes um so we will post all the details on how you can get involved and win on our instagram um the day after this is uploaded um this is officially part one of our toxic relationships episode part two will be uploaded next wednesday as usual um and we have plenty more to say about this topic so make sure that you stay tuned for that don't forget to wait (laughs) (laughs) don't be clueless (laughs) it's okay to be clueless oh my god we need to get this right bye bye